What's going on, golf addicts? Welcome to the Tour Junkies betting podcast for the first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs, the FedEx St. Jude Championship from TPC Southland. I'm DB. I got Pat Perry with me. We ready to rock and roll, Pat? You know we're 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 good, man. We're good. We've we've uh, you know we didn't have Tom Kim. We didn't have Tom Kim. We were one of the few people that didn't have Tom Kim. We weren't going to be suckers, you know what I mean? But the you know we got egg on our face, and Tom is a stud. It was great to watch. I love the kid. Love the young man. I'm gonna try to we're gonna try to get him on the podcast. He uh, sounds like a, a, an awesome South Korean that we just absolutely love. Although he grew up in Australia, yeah. but. Um, you know, we weren't on him. We weren't on him. You you had Taylor Moore on your card. He had a good good week. Yeah. I didn't really have any outrights doing anything. I mean, I had like Stallings and Poston kind of hanging around, but never really in contention. Um, but I Henley mean, was up there. I had Henley had on the Henley. card. Yeah, he kind of. God, what is his putting? His he's got what issues hell? on the weekend. He had like three holes in a row where he had like five footers, like just great iron shots in miss miss putt. Um, I guess the biggest. The biggest hit I had was uh, the 20 to 1 top 20 bet on Max McGreevy, who finished fifth. Shout mm-hmm. out Max McGreevy, our boy Brett Swedberg on the back for him. Love to see it. Love to see uh, Max doing what he did. That was a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of people bet that actually, too. We got some people side in our Instagram DMs. They hit that. One dude put 100 bucks on McGreevy um, to top 20. <laughs> so it's pretty sick. That's... Somebody on Instagram did that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's. You know, I don't think you're going to see any 20 to 1s this week. No, no, not not well, actually I think there might be one or two, but not many. You're right. Uh, 124 man field uh cut event though. We are going to have that. We're going to get into it a little bit here in a second. Uh Pat, I do want to talk well No, we'll, we'll hold off on that. As always presented to you by our friends at Covers, covers.com, winning starts at covers.com. Check them out. Sponsoring the podcast this year. We appreciate covers. Go check out the content. And most of it's free, like 90% of it's free. Uh, they've got a great forum over there if you want to get involved and chat amongst some friends over there. NFL content over there is banging. Adam Chernoff's up there doing great things uh, in the NFL world. So, you know, but they got all the sports, all the sports. They've been doing it 25 years. 20 million sports bettors flock there annually. This is not a fly by night pop up sports betting content site. These guys know what they're doing. And they've been doing it a long time. So go check it out and check out our weekly Tuesday article. Hopefully you didn't check it out last week. It was, uh, it was kind of a big whiffer last week. The week before was really good. Last week was kind of a big whiffer. So, but it's okay. It's okay. It's free content. Whatever. You know, it's a, it takes you four minutes to read it. You can make up your mind how you want to. We try to sell you on the picks. It is what it is. Last week, if you bought any of what we were selling, that sucked for you. Okay? This week, we'll be better. We promise. But go check it out. It's free content. Head-to-head matchups. Top 20s, finish position bets, other prop bets, etc. All there on covers.com. Um, all right, Pat. It's the it's the FedEx St. Jude Championship. First yeah. leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. They're gonna have a cut this week. Still top 65 in ties. Mm-hmm. Then the uh the the 70, the top 70 in FedEx Cup point standings will advance next week. I think they're playing in Delaware next week, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Wilmington Country Club or something. Delaware. I'm in Delaware. I'm in Delaware. You know uh, that's from? No, I have no idea. Where's that from? <laughs> Sam does. Is it Seinfeld? It's from Wayne's World. Oh, I love Wayne's World. What, they what? got the green screen behind them, and they keep throwing up all, and they're like playing with the green screen, and then they dang, they, I forgot the Delaware behind them, and he's like, and, and Wayne's like, hey, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> like he has nothing to say. <laughs> I love it's that. Great. 
Oh, that's such a great movie. I'm glad Sam got that. Um, yeah, that went right over my head. Normally, I'm good with this. We got, and and then obviously it's going to culminate at East Lake, uh, in Atlanta, and then we're going to get a two week break, and the new season's gonna, or the President's Cup's going to happen. The new season's going to start rolling, and here we go. You know what I mean? Uh, so it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Let's get to the top of the betting board, though, Pat, and let's talk about some names up here, kind of in that you know twenty five up to twenty five to one range. Here at the FedEx St. Jude, we're looking at DraftKings numbers on the screen, but we're going to do some line shop and talk about who we like right now. Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. McElroy. Tops it off at 9-1. to one. You got a, a stable of, you know, young studs and stallions at 14-1, to one, being Patrick Cantlay, Fitzpatrick, JT, Xander, and Scotty Scheffler, followed by Cam Smith at 18-1. to one. John Rom falling all the way to 20-1. Just, to one. just a free fall for Rom. Freefall. Tony Fee now at the last to time Rom was at anywhere near twenty to one. It's been a I, while. I yeah. It's been a while. Pat, uh, can you I can't read the last name on the board there at twenty two. Can you read that for me? I can't. I'm not allowed to say his name. Oh, I have a I have a personal um ban on his name. So you're gonna have to say it. I can't say it. Um Wow. Sorry. You have a personal ban on Will's Altors. Gag order. You've gagged yourself I've on gagged Will's Altors. On on him. Man, buddy, uh, let's talk about Willie Z because, you know, you thought you were going to be victory lapping this week. I did. I was ready for a victory lap. Buddy. I mean, me and producer Sam tried to tell you. We tried to tell you. Look, I I, think I even called the fact that he was going to make it in on the cut, and he did. He made it in on the number for the second week in a row. Okay, but let let me at least argue for him even though I can't say his name. And I texted you this yesterday with Sam. He had 22 birdies that included two eagles in this golf tournament, okay? Now, still probably wouldn't have won the golf tournament if he made, like, I mean, zero bogeys at all. Well, he may have won. Would he have won? Anyway, I don't know, but he finished 20th. He made a shit ton of bogeys. It was ridiculous. So the argument that he can't score in events like this kind of didn't really hold water this week or last week. But you are right. You are. I, I will give you and Sam this on that person. You are right. But uh, he did have a lot of birdies. He did have a lot of birdies. He just screwed up a lot. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we you were debating him. You, we were arguing over whether it was prudent to play him and whether or not we were ready to commit to him actually winning his first event at sixteen to one. And the proposition that I I gave to you was, you know, are are is it really going to be a victory if you if we win if we hit Will Z at sixteen to one at this point because people just keep firing on him every single week and he's not winning yet? Do I think he's going to win? Yes, I think he's going to win at some point for sure. But I mean, how crazy is it that you know freaking Tom Kim, the the first PGA Tour victory from a player born in the two thousands, Pat? How mm. does that make you feel? First person ever to win a PGA Tour event. Born in the 2000s. Why do you always got to bring up age things? <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, it, uh, age doesn't matter these days, DB, as much. Okay? Uh, yeah, he's a young kid. By the way, I freaking love Tom Kim. I just love him. And uh, very excited that he won. How does Willie, well, dang it, I can't say his name. How does that guy feel that this guy came out and has only been on tour for, or really hasn't even, hard, it doesn't even have his, real tour membership now he does now he does um yeah i don't know but anyway um i do want to remind people too i know this is a betting show but the draft the the listener league for the tour junkies in the nut hut the listener league finals 
are this week. So if you are in the finals, whoever wins this week is going to win a trip to come play golf with me and Pat in, in Georgia, either in Savannah at the Landings Club or in Augusta right here at Champions Retreat. Whoever wins this week is going to win that. So if you're in the finals, you have to be in the Nut Hut to get the link. Um, so you better get in there and get it because it's a big week. I'm excited to see who it's going to be. Excited to see for the, what's this now, the third year in a row we've done this, I think? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. You're going to get your entries, uh, in, your invitation sent to you via AC. That's, uh, you know, that's Nut Hut AC. AC will send those uh, invitations to you. I, ne- I needed to make sure I said that to the betting people. All right, top of the board, Pat. I mean, I, I think in this range, I talked about two. Well, I talked about one name, and I've kind of come around on another name since doing the early morning uh, Monday looker there. First look there. I mean, I love Tony Finau. I love Tony Finau at twenty. He's twenty-two to one on FanDuel. Last I looked before the show, I don't understand why he's twenty-two to one. I, I, I the only thing I can think is that like. Maybe the books are really, really weighing course history or something because he's not had a great record at TPC Southwind, but that's not like the books to, to do. I don't know why he's, I, I mean, as good as he's played, and I know, it's, I know it's the Rocket Mortgage and the 3M is not super strong fields, but, I mean, this is the time of year he turned up last year, right, at the playoffs, and he won the Northern Trust, not at this, not at this tournament, or not at this venue, but, you know, won the first FedEx playoff event and, and he's coming off of back-to-back wins. Like, I, I just think, like, why is Tony Finau sh- longer than Xander Schauffele in a lot of books? I mean, I know Xander's, you know, done his thing too this year. He's, yeah, he's playing well too. I mean, like, I still don't get it. I mean, Finau is hot right now. Very, very hot. And I am ready to get on that train. I missed the last two wins. I don't want to miss it this week. So, you know, maybe I'm riding, I'm riding the vapors, uh, the vapor trail that, that, that Finau is going to leave behind. It's going to lead to nothing. But I kind of like it. I, I got, I got another one that I like though, Pat. Okay. Um, it's Willie Z. Oh gosh. <laughs> it's Willie Z. Listen. Damn it. Willie Z comes out. Willie Z comes out on this golf course for the first time seeing it last year. You know, uh, finishes. Was he finish eighth? Where is he? Yeah, he finishes eighth. Okay. He, you mentioned he's made he's making a lot of birdies. You know we we talked about it. he's making a ton of birdies, Pat. Um, but you know I just think Will Z. This is a place where ball, ball strikers a premium. Bad putters can can do fine here. Bad putters can do fine. Um, and Will Z is a bad putter. The I just think this is an interesting spot for the kid. TPC Southwind. Bermuda is one of his better surfaces. At least it's not bent. Uh, he's terrible on bent. Um, I don't know. Now that he's up over twenty to one, I'm a little. I'm a little more interested now. Hmm. Twenty-eight. Yeah, there's a twenty-eight to one at a, at another book. That's an offshore book, but there's you can get, you can get, you know, we'll see it plus you know twenty or twenty-two to one, twenty-two to one on DraftKings. What do you think? Okay. I mean, I can't talk about him, but you know, good. Good. I oh, mean, he make a very to good... one on FanDuel. Oh my God, he's twenty six to one on FanDuel. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Yeah, I mean, there's some value there, case. Pat. Look, it's also it is a pretty difficult course, and he does tend to play better on these difficult courses in kind of major championship fields. Obviously, we've seen that with him. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I like. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think those two for we, me. I, we don't have. Well, I kind of I do agree on fee now, but I do have two others that I wrote down that you did not talk about. Um, one is I'll start with um, Matthew Fitzpatrick at twenty-two to one. Fitzpatrick, love, love Fitzy this week at twenty-two to one. He's got a good history here. He finished top ten here in twenty twenty, top five in twenty nineteen. Um, you know, this is a guy who's obviously in great form this year. Um, you know, you look at that all the stats that you want to look at to that you got to do to play well here. Um, you know, he's, 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 you know, his ball striking's great right now. Top 25 in the field. He's 21st. Um, when you look at total strokes gained, I looked at just TPC Southwind over the last, I don't know, 24 rounds or whatever it was. Um, he's 21st in the field there. Puts really well in Bermuda. He's third in the field there. So I like Fitzy at 22 to one. And then JT, I'm seeing him at 18 to one. I think JT at 18 to one is, is a good number. Yeah. I, don't I mean, mind he's it. won here before. I don't really care what we saw over in Scotland. I, th- I think there's a lot of guys that you could look at this week, that did not play well in Scotland that will play well at this course. Um, so, and, and, you know, the break's probably good for him. So JT at 18 to one Fitzy at 22 to one. Those are really my two favorites uh, up here at less than 25 to one. So consensus on Finau and Fitzy. We both like Finau and Fitzpatrick a lot. I mean, I like JT too. It's it's hard not to like JT. I guess the fade in this range is Rom, even at twenty to one for me. There's, I mean, that's still not an attractive enough number. If he was like thirty to one, which maybe some people are saying like DB, you're crazy. Like you should be betting Rom at twenty to one, but I don't think we should. I think the fade up here is still Rom at twenty to one. I think if he's twenty five to one, I'm fading him. I just he's shown us nothing. His short game has been a problem all year, and short game matters here at TPC Southwind. By the way, if you want the course breakdown, I did everything you need to know and nothing you don't in 15 minutes uh, on the on the podcast feed as well as the YouTube channel. So check that out on TPC Southwind. Um, I, I just think Rom's the guy to stay away from. Would you agree? I I would sort of, but then I think I could contradict myself on the on the DraftKings show. Like I think there's a chance that I could end up landing on him in DFS. Well, you don't need him. I mean, in DraftKings, obviously it's a different game. You don't. Yeah. You don't need him to win at the price. You need him to probably top ten at, at worst. Still, at least finish well and make a lot of birdies. But still, I, I think I could see me playing him in, in in DFS. But I don't really see him winning this week. I just he hasn't really shown anything. Yeah. So for me, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. I think a lot of people will want to play him at the, at that number, and it might be a little bit of a sucker play. So, um, yeah, okay, we agree there. All right, so we got to talk about something before we move on to the next part of the range, and that is the live golf event coming up in September, mm-hmm. Golby's Cup, the support group Saturday scramble on Saturday in Pennsylvania. I, there's some news. There's some new things, new developments going on with the live event that I want to let people know about. First of all, if you want to come and just hang out, hang out with the tour junkies, hang out with our friends, come come to Mountain Valley. You don't want to play golf, but you want to eat and you want to drink real nice and you want to have a good time, have a good party, watch some sports. We're going to be watching the President's Cup, college football Saturday night, Sunday, possibly waking up, you know, nursing some whatever, you know, getting some IV treatments uh, on Sunday morning with the NFL. For those that can stick around, um, it's going to be a good time. If you just want to come and do that, we do have spectator tickets for sale, and you have to buy those. You have to go buy the spectator tickets in the link in the description of this video or podcast. 
you can check that out and buy a spectator ticket either for the two days, Friday and Saturday, or just the one day, Saturday. But if you're just coming to hang out, you got to buy a spectator ticket. That includes all your food, your beer, your wine, your Tour Junkies signature cocktails. Uh, two meals on Friday, two meals on Saturday. Also, there's a couple of other interesting things here. Uh, let's talk about this, Pat. So the, the Golby's Cup is, is mm-hmm. the event happening on Friday, and that's the mm-hmm. Ryder Cup Team DB versus Team Pat. My team versus your team. People have signed up. People have chosen their allegiance. They've chosen me or you and said, I'm a, I'm a DB guy. I'm a Pat guy. F mm-hmm. the other team. Let's roll. Okay, and we're gonna, we've got our teams almost filled out. Here's what I will say. The last possible day for you to sign up for the Golby's Cup two-day event, showing up to the Ryder Cup-style event, and, and playing on either Team DB or Team Pat is by the Friday of next week. What is that, the BMW Championship? So Friday of, by Friday of next week, we're cutting it off. The teams are cut. So because we have a lot of planning we have to do. Now, Pat, I know you've been doing some planning of your, you know, your team's already been scheming some things. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the team part is, is important, right? I, we, we've got pairings we need to put guys together. We're going to be sending out team communications, emails, back and forth. Uh, chat groups, whatever. So we need those teams finalized so that we can finalize some key details, like what you know, what we're wearing, what our plan of attack is going to be, what we're going to do and not do while we're there. Um, who's playing with who? Who's going out in the first match? Who's going out in the anchor match? Because Pat, picture this: on Friday, when these teams tee off, we're going off of number one tee, right? Mm-hmm. All the teams, captains, going to be sitting there watching this go down. And we're going to send them off one by one. And then you and I are not playing. We're riding around captaining our, our troops, you know, figuring out who's doing what, how things yeah. are going, how the matches are going down. It's going to be electric, okay? There's, there's, there's already a lot of crap talking going on in the nut hut. It's going to be electric. So then it's going to culminate with the shootout between me and you, uh, all the golf carts piled up on one hole, music blaring, uh, beer, liquor, cart, cart people filling drinks, going everywhere. It's going to be a blast. Mano y mano, me and you going down, probably bringing in a couple of our teammates to hit some shots, okay, for, for the whole thing, for the whole kid caboodle, the Golby's Cup, the prize, the pride and the bragging rights coming down to this. When it's over, celebration for the winning team, gifts for the winning team, okay? Punishment for the losing captain. We need to finalize the punishment for the losing captain that will either be paid that Friday evening or possibly Saturday morning before the Saturday scramble kicks off. So looking for suggestions on the punishment for the captain, we've talked about possibly having to dress up in hockey gear and run out to the driving range and let people pelt them with golf ball, the opposing team, winning team, pelt them with golf balls. Uh, Anyway, we can be creative. Mountain Valley is letting us do whatever we want. So put that in the comments. We'd love to hear some more suggestions. We will finalize that. And here's, here's a new thing that was recently added to the agenda, and I'm excited about it. Uh, Pat Perry will be paying off one of his bets in person at Mountain Valley at, on either Friday or Saturday. He will be doing a live magic show for everyone in attendance. Give it up, Pat. No, Give no, it up, that, Pat. That's that awesome. Is, that is not... That is no. awesome, Pat. We're really... I'm doing a magic trick, not a magic show. Well, now it's kind of a show because now you got to do it live in front of people and they don't want to see just one trick. So you should probably learn two or three. That's, that's my suggestion. But Pat's going to be doing some magic for everybody. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Trick. I hate to disappoint a lot of you, but the, the bet was a magic trick. We'll see. Uh, it'll be at least one trick 
Maybe we'll see if we can get him to turn two or three. Maybe I'll give you a bonus trick. Yeah, maybe. Um, anyway, it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be nice. We're, Friday night after dinner after the party, we're going to kick back. We're going to watch some you know, you know some some uh, Presidents Cup highlights. Maybe I don't know. And then Saturday's college football. Saturday night after the party, college football, Presidents Cup. Sunday is going to be NFL Presidents Cup. Legal gambling state in Pennsylvania. Get there and sign up quickly because next Friday cutting it off no more for the two-day event friday and saturday if you want to come saturday and play in the saturday scramble we have more than enough room for you there's 36 holes at mountain valley there's plenty of teams available you can either come by yourself you can bring one person two people three people it doesn't matter you have a team or not we'll match up with somebody we'll have a great time it'll be awesome don't worry about it if you want to come saturday but you can't get there friday until the night and you want to hang you want to party friday night you can buy a spectator friday ticket that includes your 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 food your beer your wine and then you can buy your Saturday ticket. So event details in the description below. Check it out. It's very important that you, you realize that, that that is all coming. To, you can't sign up past next Friday. All right. I think that's everything. Sam, let me know if I forgot anything. Pat, you got anything else you want to add to that? No, I'm good. I, I'm okay. excited about it. I think, um, I don't know. I mean, you put a little pressure with, on me for the magic trick that I'm doing. But I do have some outside help. Yeah. Okay. By the way. We've had folks reach out to help about magic tricks. You know, if you want to, you want to reach out. If you're a, if you're a magician, if you dabble in the dark arts, you mm-hmm. know, just mm-hmm. let me know. Okay, add 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 to the show a little bit. If I get good ideas, I'll practice them and I'll do this whole magic show thing that they've invented right here and now. But if not, it's going to be a shitty magic show. <laughs> so who knew we had a magician listener? That's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. I love the, the, the variety of people we have listening to the Tour Junkies podcast. Okay, let's move on to some more bets, Pat, shall we? Because these next two ranges are where it's hot in the street. I mean, if you, if you think about this event, right, at TPC Southwind or the Northern Trust first FedEx Cup playoff event, obviously at a different golf course, but still a really strong field. If you look back at the winners at both of those events, you have guys like Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Bryson DeChambeau. Um, those guys won the Northern Trust. I think Bryson was the longest number in recent years at like 70 to one. Yours truly hit that one. Uh, but the other three were pretty short numbers. Uh, you know, at the WGC St. Jude, the last three years at Southwind, you had Answer, Brooks Kepka, JT. You had DJ win at, at uh, TPC Southwind when it was just the regular St. Jude Classic. You had Daniel Berger win it twice. There's not a lot of triple digit win. I can't find a triple digit winner. You have to go far, far, far back to Fabian Gomez, Pat. Who do you remember when yours truly also hit Fabian Gomez, Selena's daddy, that year? I believe it was 2015, our first year. 2015 oh, wow. uh, or 2016, one or the other. He, he won the St. Jude Classic, 150 to 1. But it's been I a bunch of studs. Yeah, it's, it's been a bunch of studs. And obviously with the strong field, that's what you're going to get. So I think this short middle range here is really where you're going to need to overload your betting card. So... I doubt my, you know, DB's Big Balls betting card will have too many names on it, or will have, it'll have fewer names than normal. But in this range, Pat, so over the 25 to 1 range, you got Spieth, Cam Young, Morikawa, Burns, uh, Sung Jay's in there playing good right now, Ju Young Kim, Tom Kim, 40 to 1, Russell Henley, we just talked about, 50 to 1, Terrell Hatton, 50 to 1, Corey Connors, Aaron Wise, Christian Bezadenhut in there. So in this range, what do, uh, what do we think? What do, what do we think is going on? Oh, uh, Tegan McClure, I think that's how you say it, and asked a good question. Who does Willie Z have on the bag this week? Word on the street is Willie Z took Cameron Tringali's longtime caddy. 
Guy's been out there for like 20 years or something. They're like oh, 15 what, what, years. What the hell? Now he really doesn't want to win. Yeah. <laughs> I, the, I think, I think Trent Galley was holding the caddy back from getting his first dub on. Joel Stock. Yep, that's right. So he's got Joel Stock on the back. Kind of a weird move. I did not see Willie Z letting go of his caddy. It's a weird time to let go of your caddy. Don't you think? Like, right before well, the playoffs. Why do you get a caddy on, a, on somebody who also can't win? The caddy's like, not pulling what? the club back. Give me a break. I don't. I know, but I think a ca- I don't know. I like a. I would like a caddy on my back if I'm going to change. That's that's one on tour that knows what it's like down the stretch to win. They make a difference. Maybe it's the veteran caddy because, like, was Willie Z's caddy a veteran? I don't think he was. Maybe it's like the PJ. He like maybe he wanted a PJ Tour veteran. And he became available. I don't know. Anyway, who do you like in okay. this range? Give it to me. Well, I like Jordan Spieth at twenty-eight to one. Ooh. I think. This is a Jordan Spieth course. You know, I'm actually surprised I agree. that, um, you know, I guess he has a one on this course. Um, you know, I think this is, a, this is a great course fit for him. Um, you know, Jordan's been playing well all year long. I like the number at 28 to 1. So I, I think you, you, you bet that. I like Cam Young. We can't get away from Cam Young. He's at 30 to 1. The guy's just playing well every single week. He plays well in good fields. He plays. Well, in bad fields, it doesn't really matter. I like Cam Young at thirty to one. Two others that I like here, and this is this is literally my favorite range. And, and yeah. for, for the reasons you said, I mean, I just don't think you're going to see a lot of triple digit guys. I do like Hideki at at fifty to one. Um, now, I think there's some things that could concern you a little bit about Hideki, okay? Um, but I still think that's a good number for him. And, and Hideki has not, you know, shown a ton of form lately, but. When you look at his past history here, it's good. He's in the top 10 of the field in total strokes gained on this golf course. Uh, he's top 15 in strokes gained approach and ball striking. Um, obviously, the putting on Bermuda is not great. But still, I think Hideki has, has played well here in, in, in the past. 50 to 1, I like. With Hideki, um, I, I do think we should tell, we should inform people, like, the, the withdrawal at the 3M, I'm pretty sure, was not injury-related. As we're, we, we're known, I just think we need to get that out there because Hideki's one that people are scared of in terms of injury his withdrawal the 3m was only an injury to his i don't know if it was his pride or his motivation after he put three in the water on 18 um in like round one or round two and then he withdrew and then we talked the to he s- has a little bit of the siwoo kim got a we go home now mentality sometimes i talked to somebody in his group that day and played in that group and watched him do that and said we had we were getting some mad gusts on that hole and it was a kind of a fluky thing, no big deal. And then Hideki was like, "Forget it. Like, let, let me just get out of here." And, and yeah. then, like a day later, he was he was video. Somebody shared a video with me of him <laughs> speed, training. speed training. So uh, Hideki's fine. The the form is a little hit or miss. So I I I did not write him down just because I think there's some numbers in here that I like a little better. But I, I did want to let people know, like I, I don't think the the withdrawal is anything to be, you know, is a concern. All right, yeah. continue. Um, and then I'll I'll just I'll go back to Sung J M, who was fifteen to one last week, and he's thirty five to one this week. Yep. Unless you see a better number out there, Sung J's been playing fantastic. Two straight second place finishes. Um, I, I love Sung J this week. Another, yeah. another good course fit for him too. So at thirty five to one, so those are the names that I'm on right now. You know what? I wouldn't mind going back to Tom Kim if you're going to give me forty five to one, where I've seen him in some books playing as good as he is. Coming off of a win, 
I, I like it. I like Tom Kim again this week at 45 to one. So I'll throw his name out there as well. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't think I can, I don't think I want to pull the trigger on Tom Kim. Um, but I get it. I get it. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at it. Sung Jay is for sure in play for me at 35 to one. He was one I have written down, circled, starred, all the, all the above. Has not played well at TPC Southwind uh, in, in two tries. It hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been great. Um, and, but but there's, it's hard to deny how he's playing right now. So uh, I, I like that for Sung Jay that he's a Bermuda guy. I love that. Um, I, I think one of the things that's not going to be talked about en- enough leading up to this event is scrambling around this golf course and specifically yeah. scrambling on Bermuda in Bermuda rough. That is grainy. That is or tight lies. Even Bermuda tight lies to me are worse than Bermuda rough around the greens. I would almost rather have just the rough. But the tight lies into the grain or uh, or cross grain can be very gnarly. So um, if you have a guy that can chip and putt well on Bermuda surfaces, I think that bodes well. And Sung Jay is one of those guys that does that very well. So I'm a fan of Sung Jay. Another guy that does that very well. You also mentioned in Jordan Spieth. I agree with you on Jordan. So consensus here on Jordan and Sungjae. Uh, I like both of those guys. I got three different players here, though, that I, that I like a lot, and I really like the value on, um, on these guys. And the first one is Billy Ho at 45-1 to yeah. one on BetMGM. Uh, another Bermuda specialist kind of guy, a guy who you know, has, has definitely, I mean, he's a FedEx Cup champion. He's, he knows how to turn up for the playoffs. He hits a lot of fairways. Being in the fairway is... is I think very important here. Um, maybe a little like it's similar to Sedgefield in that I think being in the fairways is pretty important, but maybe maybe you can get away with a little more driver. I think it's more important just because of the fact that there's so much in play as far as water hazards off the tee. Yeah, so like I think that I think guys might hit more drivers here than last than last week at Sedgefield, but you know you, you just you can't be too wayward, right? You can't be too wayward. Um, but Billy Ho finds, finds a lot of fairways, obviously just won the Memorial a couple weeks ago. I think he, you know, I think he played last week and it was kind of a, let me, let me shake the rust off. He talked about it in his press conference last week. He said, I've done nothing, no golf since the open championship. I've been playing with my kids. I've been spending time with my family. He talked about his daughter in cheer school or whatever's going on. And then he finished 27th, probably not with his best stuff, probably just getting the cobwebs out and ready to, to peak for the playoff event, and he has played TPC Southwind extremely well in, in years past. If you look at what he did at the St. Jude Classic, what he's done at the WGC St. Jude, I mean, one, two, three, four top tens. Uh, I'm sorry, no, five top tens and six or seven top 25s at TPC Southwind. Like this, Billy Ho clearly loves this golf course. 45 to one on BetMGM is the number. Aaron Wise. I saw some people in the chat talking about Aaron Wise. Listen, I love Aaron Wise. I talked about it last week. He came up and I, I, I said I was fading him. I said I was out. Well, to my detriment, I faded him. He played well last week. Um, I normally am not one to fade Aaron Wise. I'm usually all over that. Despite really poor iron play, and that does concern me a little bit because his irons have been so solid. I mean, so solid. But he lost like three and a half strokes with his irons. He gained a ton off the tee. And the short game was pretty on point for, for Wise. He's a great scrambler. But the irons worry me a little bit. But still at 65-1, to 1, I think I'll take a shot on DraftKings on Aaron Wise. Um, the last one in this range for me is, uh, is a guy that I, I don't think I've bet in quite a long time, Pat. I don't know that either one of us 
have bet this guy in some time. I'm going to bet a little, a little, if you're in the nut hut, you know him by Coco. That is Corey Connors. Ooh. I'm going to bet okay. the Canadian. I, 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 the, the, T, the T21 at the Wyndham last week doing everything well except typical Corey Connors losing three strokes on the putting green. Um, don't, don't love to see that. Kind of middling finishes in the last three years here, um, you know, at the, at the WGC St. Jude. But I just like where the ball striking is. I like that Connors is going to probably stay out of a lot of trouble here. He's, he's, you know, he's a very accurate player off the tee, accurate ball striker. I don't see him taking a lot of, you know, drops from water holes and all this stuff. You just need the putter to do a little something. And he's had some, he's had some flashing weeks with the putter in 2022. He's not really come close to contending, it feels like, maybe outside of you know, a brief moment at the Masters. But, um, but, but we know Corey Connors is capable of closing the door. 66-1 to on BetMGM is the number for Corey Connors. Any thoughts on uh, Billy Ho, Wise, or Corey? Uh, I do like Billy Ho a lot. As a matter of fact, um, I have him written down but did not mention him, and I do like him, so I'm a big fan of Horschel this week. Um, uh I don't know about Wise and, and Connors. I was out on Con. I liked Wise more than you did last week. I, yeah. I was kind of out on Connors. So yeah, I think I'm. I'm just going to pass on him this week. Okay. Well, what you should not be passing on is an opportunity to buy coffee with me and Pat's face on it. Our face is on coffee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Our 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 flavor desires have been implanted into this coffee. We have. We have met with the, the roasters, and we have said, this is what we like in a coffee. It's delicious. And then the people at Front Nine Coffee made it happen. And you can go to frontninecoffee.com right now and order coffee with our faces and our flavor profiles in and wake up with a cup of DB or Pat in your, in your cup. And I think there's no better gift that we could give to you, honestly. And the people at Front Nine Coffee made it happen. So you can use promo code TJ10 and get 10% off any order in their shop and you can do it over and over and over again. So order yourself a bunch of coffee. It's a great small business. Front Nine started right here in Augusta, Georgia. Small business doing big things here. They love golf. They love coffee. They're great people. Support a good small business. Head over to Front Nine. That's the number nine. Frontninecoffee.com. Promo code TJ10 to get 10% off your entire order. We really appreciate Front Nine doing their thing. We're, he- we're hearing great reviews on the coffee. A lot of you, t- uh, a lot of yeah. you uh, drinking the coffee. By the way, Front Nine will also be at our live golf event in September. They're going to do a coffee takeover for the whole, the whole weekend, including uh, obviously morning coffee, but also in the evening and late afternoons. If you need a little pick-me-up, I think we'll probably have some coffee cocktails available. Or, hey, you could even have a co- coffee cocktail in the morning. You could have one of those in the morning. Nobody's against that. No, that sounds delicious. Uh, so um, I, by the way, I might have to use the code. Uh, can we use the code? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm almost out of my bump and run. Are you? It's so delicious that I'm almost out of it already. So. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, my, mine, I'm probably more frugal with mine because I don't have that $800 machine that probably wastes all the, you know, you probably have a lot of waste in your coffee. I don't have a lot of waste. Uh, okay. Okay. Here we go. Let's move on to the next, next tier, up to 130 to one on DraftKings. Talking bombs, talking long shots. You know, there's some names in here that are tempting people. There's some names in here that are tempting. You know, we got to say to ourselves, are they going to close the door and win against some of the, you know, this possibly the, one of the strongest fields in golf? JT Poston's in here. Taylor Pendrith continues to do his thing. Shez Reevy do is here. I mean, Siwoo Kim. He said, we go home now. 
last week at the at the Wyndham. But he's he's back here. He's ready to go. Cam Davis, Scott Stallings staying hot. Sahith is back after taking one week off. Mav McNeely uh, and Adam Hadwin. Just a, a few names here in this range, Pat. I I think I'm a little tempted, and I'm I'm almost I'm almost like I don't know if I I don't even feel good saying it because. I feel like I'm kind of late to the party on this guy. I really haven't played a lot of this guy. I definitely haven't bet him, which, I mean, from a betting standpoint, outright, you know, I haven't missed anything yet, but I haven't been playing him in DFS. But I feel kind of late to the party on Taylor Pendrith since he's come back from injury. You know, he's come back from injury. He's finished 13th at the Barbasol, runner-up at the Rocket, 13th at the Wyndham. Now, this is a big boy event. This is a big boy party, but he also finished 13th at the Players at a big boy party. Um you know, played well at, at Torrey Pines at, at, at the Farmers. He's obviously a bomber, but I, I don't know, 100 to 1, like just as good as he's playing, it's a little tempting for me uh, th- that a guy like Pendrith could do it. First win on the PJ Tour being a FedEx Cup playoff event with this kind of field is probably unlikely, but it's a little tempting. I just got to, I just got to say, I'm, I have a much better feeling about JT Poston at 120 to 1 on FanDuel, uh, continues to, to, play well, had a good week last week, could have gotten in contention, didn't quite do enough on the weekend to make it happen. But I like posting here. Um, I'm still going to roll with Scott Stallings. And now we're in Memphis. Now we're in Scott's backyard. I like that for Stallings. You know, he, he didn't end up being a part of the possible, you know, winning conversation last week. But still, another strong finish out of Scott Stallings. He is just hitting the ball so well right now. And I actually think I think TBC Southwind sets up better for Scott Stallings, honestly. 13th at the Wyndham, 10th at the Rocket Mortgage, 4th at the Deer, 8th at the Travelers, 4th at the Charles Schwab. I mean, that's, that's sick. Like, the guy's really hot right now. Uh, his record at the St. Jude or at TPC Southwind, he had a runner-up way back in 2013. Other than that, like, not a whole lot to talk about. He hasn't played in any of the, the WGC events here, uh, but just kind of making cuts and doing his thing. But I feel like he's arriving as a different player right now. So 130 to one for Scott Stallings is uh, is interesting to me. I mean, and honestly, Siwoo at 130 to one is interesting to me, just because he's either going to win or he's going to go home, like you know, early or on Friday, something like that. Like Siwoo's so, still like super hot in the streets right now. Like, wasn't he wasn't he up there after day one yesterday or last week at the Wyndham? Yeah, you know, he just he had a, he had a bad Friday or Saturday or whatever it was. Saturday, I guess. He just knew the better Kim was going to win this week. Well, so. well, let's let's not get out ahead of ourselves with with Tom Kim. I just think for <laughs> for all the names down there, Siwoo to me is the name that could go ahead and snatch it from the likes of Rory and Scotty and Xander and JT. You know, if if he was down there and in the running, that's all I'm saying. So I'm tempted by those guys. Well, I mean, we know that Siwoo can be aggressive too, and um. You know, he can win at any time as long as he's not in, you know, he's not ready to go home. So I'm surprised we didn't, like, none of the names we wrote down are the same here. And I have three guys all at 130 to one that I, that I think are, are worth looking at. One is Cam Davis, who's at 130 to one. He's got two straight top 20 finishes. I like it. Um, he's a guy that, when you look at the stats for him, he, he definitely checks some boxes. He's top 20 in the field in approach and ball striking. Um, Top 35 off the tee. Putt's okay on Bermuda. He's 57th in the field there. Um, not a great scrambler, but still, Cam Davis is playing well. I like 130 to 1. 
Sahith Thagala, another guy that's been playing extremely well, and he took that break that we were finally asking him to take. You know, he we, he had like twenty straight weeks. It felt like he was playing. I know that. Uh, I know that isn't how many he played, but still, he played a lot of weeks in a row. He's had a little bit of a break. We're getting him at one hundred and thirty to one. A guy who's played played fantastic all year. I like him. And then here's one that I've hated. I've hated this guy, but now I want to play him, and I don't. I don't know why. Maybe it's the stats that are right here in front of me. Mito Pereira at 130 to Mito's one. Mito's been MIA lately. What's well, he been I mean, doing? He, he sucked it over in Scotland. And it, I mentioned this earlier. I don't necessarily know if I'm going to like just completely be off guys that played terrible oh, yeah, in yeah, Scotland yeah. and then took a little bit of a break, which is what he did. He took a break after Scotland, missed the cut at the Scottish Open and the Open Championship. But still, you go just look at his stats. Top 20 in the field, approach, ball striking, off the tee, um, top 35 in scrambling. So Mito is a guy that I think can, can win. You know, if we're looking at triple-digit guys that can win, I think he can do that. Um, so I'll go with him at 130 to 1 as well. Respect on the Mito call. I mean, I, I like it. I, it's, it's, it feels ballsy. I don't, I don't know that, that um, I don't know that I trust the form at this point, but it's a, it's a, I respect the call. I respect the call. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about it now and I'm like thinking about Pendrith versus Thigala. Like if you had to pick one. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think I actually would rather have Thigala. Although the, the driver scares me a little bit with Thigala. He can kind of spray mm-hmm. the driver. That scares me a little bit, but I, I just, now that I'm thinking about it, like the Gala's been in the hunt so much more than Pendrith has. He really has. Pendrith has been playing good lately. The waste management, I, like all the all that kid learned, be, you know, being down the down the stretch there. I mean, Pendrith was too at, at one event, but wasn't it like a it was like a alternate event or something, wasn't it? That he almost he could have won. It was the I Bermuda. Mean, he almost won two weeks ago. Oh yeah, the so, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I get it with Pendrith. I mean, I I think the love is warranted. Um, for me, I'm just going a little more long term here with the guy because Pendrith had some some rough, yeah, some rough months too. So um, both very talented players though. Yeah, Pendrith can hit at a mile. All right, let's talk about bombs over 130 to one. I don't have. I, I got two. I, I don't have too much here. I just don't know that it's going to come from this range. Um, the two that I have are both at 250 to one, Pat. The first one is Kurt Kitayama. I just like the, if I'm going to bet a guy down here, I want to bet a guy that, um, that really has some get up and go and some firepower, right? I mean, I would much rather bet Kitayama with his ability to score, his, his ability to kind of maul a golf course if he's, if he's on, versus a guy like Peter Malnati, who's just going to dork, dork the hell out of the golf course until he, he just nerds it into submission. With his effing putting stroke and his dumb hat, um, but I mean, a guy like Kitayama, like third at the Honda, runner up at Mexico, runner up at the Genesis Scottish. Remember when he almost won that, and we were like, "What the f- is going on?" Like, had a couple good rounds at the Open. He's a very volatile player, but I, I like. I would rather put my money at two fifty to one on a guy like that. After him is a guy similar. Also at 250 to one, who just won on the PGA Tour and is Trey Mullinax, a guy I think you talked about last week or the week before, maybe. Um, but yeah, won the Barbasol, finished 21st at the Open Championship, 
Mullinax, you know, making his second run around the PGA Tour uh, after being after losing his card a while back and going back to the Corn Ferry Tour, but he has played this event twice and he's finished 18th and sixth. And wasn't the Barbasol in Tennessee? Like, clearly, there's a Tennessee connection with Trey Mullinax. I think it's in Kentucky. Oh no, it's in Kentucky. That's right. Yeah. Um, right next to Tennessee. So anyway, Trey Mullinax to me at 250 to one is worth a stab. Just a guy that's got chops that could get it done other than that i don't see a lot in here that i love okay i got a name for you that you haven't heard probably in a little bit since the beginning of the year actually when Mm. he seemed to do really well and he does a lot of things that are interesting because he he um i I believe he wears two gloves sometimes oh not tommy gainey no he's not here Um, i believe this guy has um iron covers for a good reason according to him if you look up the story Aaron Rye is 200 to 1. And now let me let me explain this a little bit about Aaron Rye. He's played here twice in the last two years. He finished 26 in 2021. He finished 12th in 2019. Um, a very astute commenter here in the chat just mentioned how if you spray the driver at TPC Southwind, if we want to put that up, uh, you're going to get probably your ass in response to my Sahith, your Sahith play and my yeah, Sahith you're, play. You're, and I, I said Sahith too, you're going to get your ass handed to you, which I agree with in, 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 in a lot of ways. And Aaron Rye is top 15 in this field in driving accuracy. So obviously controls the driver very well, which is one of the reasons that he's played well here. Um, he is six in the field in par four scoring from 450 to 500 yards. There are a lot of long par fours on this golf course. I like that. He's 35th strokes gain total on this golf course since he's played here. I like the Rye so, play. So Aaron Rye, even though his, his form is not great, missed two cuts out of his last three tournaments, and then he made the cut last week and finished 71st. Form is not there. But I do think he's getting on a course that he seems to like. He's shown some history here. His stats fit the course. I like Aaron Wright, 201. And if you don't like that, I'll talk about him as a top 20 here in just a little bit. So there you go. All right, let me ask you about one more guy before we move on to our favorite outrights in our top 20s, and it's brought up here by Mighty, Mightiest Helmets. By the way, totally love the HV3 interview. It was awesome, DB. It was a very good interview. You need to check that out if you've not already listened to that. It's on podcasts. It's in the YouTube channel. Fantastic. Fantastic interview. Uh, hated to see HV3 miss the cut last week. I believe he missed it on the number. Maybe he was... Yeah, he missed it on the number. He finished even. The cut was one under. Um, I kind of had a little concern about HV3 last week because, like, he had taken some time off after the Open, uh, hanging out a lot with the kids. He strikes me as a guy who, you know, kind of would take his time off and, like, enjoy his time off. A little bit like I was saying with Billy Hope, like, mm-hmm. not pick up a golf club and then just come see what he's got at the Wyndham, right? And at the Wyndham, it wasn't terrible. I mean, the ball striking, the, the iron play wasn't as hot as it had been, but it wasn't, in the, it wasn't negative. It wasn't in the red. Uh, he gained strokes off the tee. He just didn't really scramble all that well, and the worst thing he did was he didn't really putt that well, which I could imagine. I mean, he, first of all, he does, he's not a great putter anyway, and then just, you know, not, not having probably picked up a putter in a while. It could, it could have been bad. But what do you think about HV3? He's like around 100 to 1. Um, he's played here three times in uh, never in the WGC events, but he's played at the St. Jude Classic. Finished 16th, missed the cut, and 51st. Do we think he could get a a stateside PGA Tour victory at this place at 100 to one? I don't have a feeling that he can. No, 
I feel like there's too much trouble around this golf course for HV3. Like, I just feel like he could have some serious blow-up holes, which he tends to have, especially when he's in contention. Yeah, I don't know. We'll I see. Did, I just don't we'll see it deeper. with him. We'll dig deeper. Maybe uh, maybe yeah. in the nut hut on Wednesday night, we'll have a little inside scoop for everybody. I, I could just... It's the name I'm going to be watching. All right. We've okay. named, named a bunch of outrights. Time to talk about our favorites, the ones we like the most, and the top 20s we like, and then we're going to get out of here. By the way, this, this segment last week is what delivered the Max McGreevy 20 to 1 top 20 bet. 20 to 1 top 20 bet. You guys, I mean, what are we doing? All right, it's presented to you by Covers, covers.com. Winning starts at covers.com. Pat, your favorite outrights. Who are your favorites? The, the, the ones that you love the most, the ones you want to get on right now. What are they? All right, here they are. Starting on the shorter end, JT at 18 to 1 is my favorite at the the top of the board there. I love Justin Thomas this week as one here on this course. So big fan there. And then I'm gonna go with his his buddy, his partner in crime, Jordan Spieth at 28 to 1. I like him also. And then when I'm going a little bit longer here, I'm gonna go with let's see. I'll I'll leave. I'll leave somebody here for you. So I'll go a little bit longer then. I'll go with Mito. I'll go with Mito Pereira at 130 wow. to one. Wow. I'm going to leave you one that I think you're going to want. You're going to want. To, okay. Uh, go. I, well, you and I both liked Finau at 22 to one on FanDuel. I think that's a great number considering how well he's playing. I, I don't really care that the history here hasn't been great. The guy, the guy is, is hot right now. And I just don't want to pass that up at, at a 20, you know, at 20 to one or longer. I think that's crazy to pass up. Billy Ho. Billy Ho loves TPC Southwind, loves Bermuda, hits a bunch of fairways, good around the greens, good Bermuda putter, won just a few weeks ago, FedEx Cup champion. What are we doing? 45 to 1 on MGM, hit that. Corey Connors, the Canadian, 66 to 1 on bet MGM. I don't think gets in a lot of trouble here this week. Definitely hits a ton of fairways, hits a ton of greens and reg. Just needs some putts to drop. And these are some pretty pure. Bermuda, Bermuda champion, Bermuda grass greens. If he can just get a little bit of magic on the greens, we're good. Corey Connor, 66 to one on BetMGM. And then I'll give you two more. JT Poston at 120 to one. I'm going to continue to ride the hot form. Uh, a player that could suit the profile here very well in Tennessee with, uh, with you know, hitting fairways, making, making putts, good around the greens. Give me JT Poston at 120. And the, the Tennessee boy, Scott Stallings at 130 to one. Those are my, those are my favorites that, that I, did I say your name? Say the name that you thought about? No, you didn't. Oh. I, I was leaving Sung JM for you. Because oh, we both yes. Sung J. Yeah. Yes. Sung J is a favorite. Little bonus pick for you. Yep. So we have consensus on Finau, Sung J. Um, and that would be it, huh? Fitzy was another one we had some consensus yeah. on. And Speed. All right. All right. Top 20s. Let's talk about some top 20s. I'm going to start with some bombs, Pat. Um,. In terms of like bombs, I feel good about like I would say Kitayama, but I don't feel great about that. I'd, I'd just rather put a little fractional unit on him to win and just forget about it. Andrew Putnam at five to one. I talked about him last week on one of my shows. I don't know if it was the sleeper show or the first look show, or maybe it was on our show, you know, last Monday night. But I talked about Andrew Putnam at some point, I know, and I played him in DraftKings. Turned out well. He's playing well. Hits fairways. Great around the greens. Five to one top 20. Your boy, Aaron Rye, you already mentioned. I'll just take him. You said you were going to mention him, but we both agree. Five to, five to one. I had him written down as well um, as a top 20. I like Scott Stallings at plus 330. 
I like uh, JT Poston and Chris Kirk at plus 280. We didn't talk about Kirk. I like Chris Kirk a lot here, too. Uh, similar skill set there. Uh, I, Russell, uh, Russell Henley at plus 190. Like, a top 20 I believe in for Russell Henley. Just the ball striking being so good. I'll take that for Russell Henley, plus 190. Um, Corey Connors, plus 230. Billy Ho and Sung J.M. Billy Ho's plus 170. Sung J's plus 150. Uh, Sung J's the shortest top 20 number I'm interested in. Because, you know, I'm only going to bet plus money top 20s. Sung J and Billy Ho feel pretty automatic for me. Okay. Um, I'll start with, I didn't have them written down really as an outright, but I, 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 I liked your you know your argument for him but Aaron Wise plus 230 is a, is a top 20 I like that I like Davis Riley at plus 280 I like Scott Stallings also at plus 330 um, by the way four straight top 15 finishes yeah. not just top 20 but top 15 finishes yep. how about Alex Smalley at plus 400 here's a yeah. guy that's also has three top t- 20s in his last four events so I like Alex Smalley there I mentioned Aaron Ryan you, you mentioned him as well at plus 500 Colin Taron, how could you not talk about him? Plus 500. Tenth you know, event also- in a row now for Colin Taron, and the guy's still doing his freaking thing. Still doing his thing. And I then mean, the, <laughs> longest, the longest shot I have is Trey Mullinax at yep. plus 650. And I'll tell you, yep. you know, he finished sixth here in 2018. That's before his injury where you know, a lot of things went wrong in his you know, career after that. But he's been playing well um, with a win a few weeks ago. I like him at plus 650. Yeah, I like the Mullinax call. That's probably a better bomb than than a kitayama at that same number i like that all right cool that's it that's the betting show that's the betting picks for the fedex st jude championship presented by covers.com winning starts at covers.com check it out check out our article on tuesday and make your bookie pay people okay hit the thumbs up hit the like button here on the video subscribe to the youtube channel if you haven't let's have a week and bend over your bookie